What up, what up, Beef Nation? Welcome back to the pod. This is the boys expressing emotions and feelings. What's up, Beef Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the boys expressing emotions and feelings. I'm Matt McPherson, and as always, I got Jack Hennigamp. Cop an XL, let your nuts hang. <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, I, how, do what? You, how do you follow that up? Like I have no idea how to follow him up every time. And I got Matt Nicholson, aka Stevie Nicks. What's up, cuties? I'm mind blown. Um that was the best one yet. That was really way. awesome. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate it. I was I was, I was looking prepared. at you and those sunglasses started making me geek. And I honestly don't know what you said, but the way you said it made me laugh. Cool. It was kind of in a British accent a little bit. Cool. Yeah. Something like that. Cool, but next day I let your nuts hang. How, how long <laughs> did it take you to think of that? Dude, so yeah, um, like right off the dome. It was like Jack in the camp, and that was the first thing that popped in my brain. <laughs> no way. Are you serious? I let your nuts hang. I love it. Um, yeah, it was tough. Guys, uh, it is episode number 10. Woo, woo. We hit double digits. Hell yeah. Cheers. So, Cheers. 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 Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. So we did want to dress up with a little pizzazz, you know? Get some champagne. We know uh, 10 episodes in the grand scheme of things isn't a lot, but uh, I think we can all say we're really grateful for everyone that listens, all our friends that give us support and everything. And, you know, this was, it's, this was a good excuse for us to just like hang out and have fun, but we really are glad that people seem to enjoy it. And, uh, give their input and ask us questions and everything. So it's really been a lot of fun doing this and uh, hitting 10 episodes is because we think people do want to continue listening. So thank you very much to Beef Nation. Shout, Shout out Beef, Beef Nation. Nation. And Whoa. Leaf Nation. And Leaf Nation. Yeah. Also, I want to give a quick shout out to my, my brother, Coach Mike. And, Coach Mike. And uh, in the words of Strider Wilson, his dank ass fiance, Tori. They just got engaged this past weekend, and that was fucking sick. Woo woo, let's go coach. Dude, Dude that must have been lit. Tell awesome. us the story. So did you know? <laughs> yeah, so we went to Blacksburg, which is where uh, my brother and his now fiance, Coach Mike, Coach Mike and uh, his fiance <laughs> met. Uh, I think they started dating in either 2018 or 2019. But um, so he went, I knew he wanted to propose there. I didn't know what was happening this weekend, but we're at the football game on Saturday. And he turns to the he turns to me. I'm on his left, and his uh his fiance is on his right. And he goes, "Yo, I'm proposing to Tori uh, tonight." And I was like, "Oh, word." And her Sandman starts <laughs> <laughs> start jumping. Did your dad know? My dad knew the day before. <laughs> so you were the last to find out. No, uh, I'm usually out of the loop on a lot of things because I'm just kind of like. What about, your, what about your mama? My mom knew. Okay, yeah, yeah, I knew, yeah, yeah, the mom always knows. I knew he, knows. he. I knew he ordered the ring. Like it came to our house, and I knew he was going to propose by the end of the year. And he had mentioned he wanted to do it in Blacksburg, but I didn't know it was going to be this weekend. Did they meet at Virginia Tech? Yeah, I said that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no. Uh, so they did it at the. I'm, I'm sorry. At the <laughs> duck. <laughs> sorry, I threw you off. That's my at fault. the duck pond. No, they. Uh, we went to the Han Horticulture Garden, Aww. and um, we. we we made it a ruse as to like we needed like Christmas photos or something. And my entire family was there. So my older sister, my younger sister, my parents, and my older sister's boyfriend. And we, uh, so I knew my brother was going to propose there. But we were taking pics. And then I saw this tree. And the tree had this slit in it that reminded me of, you know, a vagina. So I was like, I've made this video. 
that uh I was looking at it like I wanted to like that I wanted to like fuck it. And then I turn and I see that my brother <laughs> it, that, I see I see my brother uh is taking pictures with his uh girlfriend. I'm like, oh shit. He's about it's to about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like looking at it, I was like Mm, look at this look at this fucking tree man and then i turn i'm like oh shit <laughs> it's going down that might be the most you moment I know, of right? all yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. um one of my best friends got arrested for smoking weed in han horticulture so real great memories are yeah dude there. i took uh the, my first nice. shroom, my first and only shroom trip was in the han horticulture garden so it's just like a good vibe you know it's got a lot of mcpherson over yeah. it yeah but uh <laughs> She, was she expecting it? No, she wasn't, um, which was really nice. Because my brother, he's, he's hilarious. He always fake proposes to her. Like, he'll get down on his knee and be like, oh, I just tie my shoe. <laughs> like stuff oh, like so that. she was expecting it. So he it. got down and she's like, I get up. And he's like, no, I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so I couldn't really hear him because uh, I was, you know, I was giving him space. But uh, And you were focusing on that tree a little yeah. too much. <laughs> no, but um, she's a great addition to the family. Um, cause I think my family is very like, uh, we can be a lot. Sometimes we're very loud and, uh, she's very uh, calm and like not, yeah, she's not like, ugh, you know, she's even keeled. Yeah. She's even keeled. And, um, I think that's really good. She brings out like the best of my brother, which I really appreciate. And I think, you know, we should all strive to look for a partner that does that for us. Dude, shout out the beef. Since we started recording, two siblings of Beef members have been engaged. Hell yeah. So, yeah, love is in the air. So, oh, Sean and Stevie, you guys are coming down the, the pipe. It looks well, like Well, I know my soon. sister listens. She ain't getting engaged anytime soon. Sorry, Sarah. Love <laughs> oh you. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I had- Hey, Sarah. What's up? My cousin My cousin got married. Yeah, it ain't happened. <laughs> my cousin got married since the episode started. That's true. But that it was already right. planned. Yeah. So, so much right. love, man. What? <laughs> Why can't we get anything? <laughs> I know. Right? So much love, and there's the four of us. Just the four of us. That tree was looking real nice, dude. I'm talking. <laughs> but I uh, the same thing. But yeah, so episode ten, we um, we want to do something different. Really interact with uh, the entirety of Beast Nation. So we asked you guys if you had any questions, and we're we're not gonna hit the wheel today. We're just gonna you know try to dive into the questions that you guys sent um we're giving back to beef nation after all of you guys have given us exactly so um we wrote down well said. a lot of the questions you guys uh wrote in and uh we put them in a hat and we're just gonna draw them and we'll go one by one Alrighty. so yeah again as mcpherson said shout out beef nation for you just guys wrote some amazing yeah questions. there was a lot of questions some of you sent um essays you know who you are <laughs> But we appreciate that. We, well, we loved it. We loved it. We need it. If you, hey, I was about to say that. If you want to send in us essays long reports on our podcast, please do. Yeah, because it's always good to get yeah. what the fans want to hear. Yeah. So it again, was great feedback. So on that note, the first question we got, we're shouting out people, right? Yeah, yeah. So shout out to Andre for this question. That's my cousin. Word. Went Good. to middle school with him. Oh, yeah. No yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Stevie knew my cousin before I knew Stevie. Yes. Shout out, Andre. Shout, Shout out, Andre. That's cool. Small world, though. Shout Very out, Andre. So anyway, Andre asked, any college regrets? So I think this is a pretty good question because I'm sure everyone has at least some regrets from college. Thank and you. we're still like in that period of time where we still reflect hard on those four years or for some four and a half for sure. Regrets are always, do you ever get like those random flashbacks from college or even like elementary school of like a dumb moment you did and you're like, oh my God, why the fuck did yeah, I say yeah. that? Like, yeah, yeah, why did I do like that? that? Yeah. So anyway, 
sorry, I'm already getting us off topic, but no, that's good. Biggest college or not necessarily biggest, but any regrets from college? And again, shout out Andre, Matt Nicholson's friend from way back. Yes. <laughs> oh, and McPherson's cousin. Yeah, I have um one. So in Blacksburg specifically, I think there's a lot of cool housing opportunities, but most of them are apartments and you know i would have really loved to have lived in a house personally i think it just is a really good college scene you got your backyard for tailgating for yard games for housewarming events or whatever parents weekend you can do that it's nice to kind of take care of your own little space you got a kitchen you got a washer and dryer you got it upstairs you got it stairs dude stairs in an apartment or in a house op you know having enough stairs so you're not saying a fraternity house or no, a solid no. house. You're saying a house, a house in general. Yeah. Like okay. Somewhere. And you know, it's, it's probably a little bit further off campus. And maybe that was one thing that deterred me, but I would say living in a house, you get a lot more experiences. More people are hanging out with you. You probably get so much space for activities. Exactly. Plenty of space for activities. And I think there's something, you know, peaceful about being a homeowner. You come down the stairs in the middle of the or at the, at, you know, in the morning and you're like sipping your cup of Joe and your boxers and you're like, this is my house. Like I take care of this shit. And you know, I feel good about that. You, as someone who lived in a house in college, the thing that really made you feel like a homeowner was when you heard the garbage truck come up and you go, Oh fuck, it's trash day. And you're like running out in your boxers at like seven 30 in the morning, like dragging both of the recycling and trash bin up to the guys trying to make it in time. Because if you didn't like your trash, you were like having trash bags. It's funny you say that because I live in a house now, as we've talked about before in the pod and I, we missed trash day last week. I like woke up to the garage guy and, or the garage, the garbage guy. And they come early, like seven 30, Like I overslept my alarm or like I snoozed it and usually put out the night before, right? Like as responsible people do. But clearly, we're not always responsible. So then I, I hurry. I was like, oh, my God, I hope someone put it out. And I get out there like half awake and I look and it's like still sitting in the drive. But I'm like, shit, it's like now we have a full yeah, trash can for a full for a week. week. And like people don't realize how brutal that is until you go through Especially it. when you live with three other dudes. The worst. Yeah. It's a lot of trash. Luckily, this weekend was low key. Like we didn't have people over. So we haven't like piled up the trash, but it's still not great. So houses are cool. Definitely. Especially right. college. A house was a big thing. Live in a house. Get that, you know, boost your credit score. All the intangibles <laughs> being adult for that. Wait, you realize you don't own the house. It doesn't boost your credit <laughs> Says, score. How do you, you don't know how credit score works. Hey, <laughs> tell me how credit score works. You don't know. Don't shut up. I don't know. You don't know. And uh, I would say lying. like one thing I wish I did was join more clubs or join more organizations, uh, <laughs> you know, be a little bit more well-rounded, but it's college. You know, I still had a fun time anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I wish you just stuck with the, oh, do, 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 you need, do you need a moment? No, need a moment? I have another one. Cause I agree with you. We, um, you took my answer for hottest in Hollywood. Hell so yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Um, <laughs> Aggressive over there. Jay. Fuck you. So, yeah, we all no were in a, we were all in a fraternity. Uh, Stevie was in a yacht club. He's a sweetheart for our fraternity. Um, so yeah, I agree with Jack. I wish I had done something that, uh, not instead of the fraternity, but that went along with it, you know, more things to get involved, build the resume a bit more. Um, and I guess if I had to choose another regret was there were times when I didn't want to, like go out. I wanted to stay in 
And I, I think I did that too much. And I look back on that now and I regret it because, you know, you don't get a lot of chance. College is the chance to do that. And you have, you know, the freedom to do that. So I would say my biggest regret is not saying yes to as many things as I should have. Um, so if you are in college right now, I would say, you know, just do it all, you know, throw it up against the wall, see if it'll stick. You know? Well, fuck Jack for taking McPherson's because <laughs> then McPherson took mine. <laughs> Stevie, you're, you're really set up totally for failure. Totally not right cool. Yeah, well, now I'm I, no, no, I got so to try far. to think of what Stevie's going to say. My biggest regret was getting Stevie. into Yacht Club. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro, no. Uh, I would say it kind of goes off what McPherson just said, but I would say my biggest regret from college is sometimes I think we all do this. Like even now, like it might not be like a college thing per se. It might just be like a life thing, but you take like the present moment of whatever's going on so seriously, whether it's a test the next day, so you're not going out or drama with a girl you're talking to or something in the fraternity or like something like whatever it is, you're taking that present thing so seriously when in reality, you're going to look back in like three months, six months, a year, whatever it is, and not ever even think about that moment. So why are you taking that thing so seriously? Like just take a step back, realize life isn't that deep. It's all good. Things are going to work itself out. And yeah, just not take things so seriously. Like it's so easy to do that in college and just get wrapped into it all. Just like enjoy your four years because this is such a boomer thing to say, but it goes so quick in a blink of an eye and there's no other years like your college years. So just enjoy every day. Don't take, don't take the little shit seriously. It's so true. I couldn't tell you about a test I took my sophomore year of college. Like it doesn't cross my mind anymore. It has no effect on my life. So if you're stressed about it, (laughs) don't be. And even just like the random drama that just goes on being yeah. in, in like an in organization in college, in college. Yeah. But I also School's don't want to like, yeah, I, I don't want to diminish people's like feelings, like their experience in that moment. Um, cause when you're in college, it does feel like it's the biggest thing in the world. And I it understand is, that. Yeah. So when you're in that moment, yeah, I get it. Uh, but yeah, I guess us being out now, we realize, you know, there are more important things and these, this isn't as a big deal as we think it is like in the grand scheme of things. I completely agree with everything that you guys had to say. My whole thing, my point I was going to try to take is, like, in the beginning of college, like, I don't have any regrets. Like, in the beginning, when I first got to tech, I didn't get, like, a bid from, like, a stereotypical top-tier fraternity. And I thought that was, like, super impactful for, like, the rest of my college life. And I learned that it wasn't and that everything in life is kind of meant to happen why it happened. Yeah, Yacht isn't stereotypically, like, a top tier fraternity but if i didn't join yacht i wouldn't have the very vast majority of friends that i have like yacht gave me the opportunity to really cast a wide social net and be friends with a lot of people which i didn't understand in the moment so my whole thing is just whatever's happening in your college life right now it may be amazing it might be not what you want it to be but everything is happening for a reason and you're on the right path don't stress out. I think Sean gave a really good point. Just live life in the moment. I remember there'd be times like I'd be sitting in the car in tech and like the sun would be setting. I'd be like, God damn, I'm so happy to be here. Like I'm just like every now and then when you can, my thing would be just taking the moment of being in college because it shit, you're going to miss it when it's gone. That's, that's funny. You said that that's a fire be- answer because I had those same moments. And again, we can cut this if it, if it doesn't even be said, but 
sometimes I'd be in my car, like so stressed over whatever bullshit was going on. And then I'd pull up to my apartment, whichever year it was, and then to see the sunset like, over the mountains. I'm like, you know what? Life's like pretty damn good. And yeah. just, just enjoy it. And uh, I don't know if you can relate to this, Sean, but I always wanted to go to tech, like growing up huge hokey for sure and like like those moments too i would just sit back and be like you wanted to be here so badly and like here you are now like just like you did you did it like you like be happy that you made it here you know right and like i completely can relate to that i'm sure a lot of people can like i grew up going to games like you did and i remember always thinking like i want to be a student here i want to be in that student section north end zone i want to be like as soon as i what i when i found out what center street was I wanted to wait till I was a student and just embrace Center Street and like do it, do it all. Yeah, I wanted right? to be, I wanted it to be mine. Right, you know? exactly. So anytime things got stressful, it was like, this is like it sounds so like cheesy, but you've been waiting for this since you were a little kid and your first game in Lane. Just enjoy it. Like yeah, it's, yeah, you're so right, so right. Fire answers, by fire A's to some fire Q's. Yeah, yeah. shout out Andre. That was a great question. Yeah, great, great question. question. That was a great lead off question too. Yeah, that was good. All right, let's hit another one. Now, shout out to Brody for this. This is my this is my cousin too. <laughs> a lot of cousins from McP writing in. I did not go to middle school with this one. No. Nah, what is the optimal amount of time to last <laughs> in bed? Question. Okay, so shout out Brody. Shout out Brody. Hi. Um, this is a great question. Now, from a guy point of view, and. <laughs> Before yeah. we, we get into this, we should phrase the question. The, like, every dude is going to be like, oh, I'm going to last an hour. We're thinking optimal. You know, her satisfaction, your satisfaction. Can we also, what are we talking about? Are we talking about, for, does foreplay included? Yeah. No, I think, oh, I, I don't think, think so. That's I a good question. I think we're talking though. about P and, I think P and V. How long should that last? Foreplay is a must, though. You can't just be Excuse me. Well, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. But that's. <laughs> you first burp on the pod. I really wanted to get it on that answer. Yeah. So I don't think we're including foreplay. I think we're just the act of uh, sexual intercourse. Uh, coitus. Coitus. Yeah. Love making. Yes. God making it. love. Okay. Mm -hmm. I would say anywhere between <laughs> 10 and 15 minutes. I like 15 minutes. I think that's a nice solid number. Because um, I think anything over, it can start to get a bit like, all right. When is the climax? You know what I mean? Um, it's like if you're watching a movie and it goes on way too long. You're like, all right, this is good, but this needs to finish now. Uh, so that's my vibe. I think 15 minutes. And obviously, I would. everyone needs to finish. I don't want to just finish. They need to finish first, and then I'll you know, take. For sure. Yeah. However... The, the right answer selfish. is however long of you. Damn it, damn it, you motherfucker. That's my the answer. The right answer is however long it takes for your partner to finish. And then 30 seconds after and that. And then after, you are good to go. That's not a 30 seconds after that. That's not a lot of confidence <laughs> in your ability. Two seconds after that. Yeah, right? <laughs> my answer is the optimal time is however long it takes for your partner to finish. And then you can find that's a lot that, of confidence that, in a, you being able to make her finish. Have you ever thought about that? And I'm not saying that because I don't believe in your ability to lay down the wood. I'm what, just saying from her perspective, like you got to, I think you got to put a number on it is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I said, 15 minutes would be okay. cool. Yeah. He okay. gave an answer. But I would, 
I would want to make sure that she enjoys. Do her you time. ever think about that though? Like, what's the every guy you talk to is like, oh yeah, like I, I make like I make them finish. But then, if you go look at studies, I don't know what the exact number is, but it's sub. It's really low, right? It's like way below fifty percent. That well, I think if you ask a guy like, "Have you made your significant other come?" They're gonna say like, yeah. Like a girlfriend? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I would. Yeah, I mean, but, I think that's like different, but just like a hookup. I don't know how many guys are doing that. But the studies show that like it doesn't happen that often. Yeah, I. Also, who's I'm, fucking answering that study? I'm speaking. Like, I'm speaking for the. That's least. A, that's a. I've never thought about that. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you about my sex life. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'm speaking for Leaf Nation here, but I think it's just harder for women to reach climax than it is for. Oh, a thousand percent. So even if a girl is enjoying the whole experience, it can even then be difficult for her to still experience. Like you could be doing everything perfectly and turning her on in every single way. And she still can struggle to have. Right. I think they say yeah. some like can't even just some, from, some dude, from some sex. Some take a really long time to even have so the first. So boys, place. it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. As long listen as Listen to your partner. As, yeah. Listen to your partner. Listen, as just, long as everyone's enjoying yeah. the ride. Communicate during... Uh, your intercourse, yeah. I like. I think talking during uh, sex is a just must. Just keep asking, do you like this? Like, and then she's like, no. Then stop. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Cry. Just full on. Ball your eyes out. All right. I I keep getting us off topic, so I'm sorry. So, who wants your answer? I think 15 minutes is a good number. Yeah, I think so. Maybe, it's difficult because you're talking about just having sex. You're not talking about. The gaps in between when other fooling around is going on. You're not talking about all the foreplay before. You're just talking about sex, right? That's what we decided. So I think that alone. Yeah, we're not. Minutes. We're not taking including the water breaks. No. <laughs> <laughs> the thirty second timeouts that go on. <laughs> Let me hit the vape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like twenty seems too long, right? Like it's got. I think it. I think McPherson hit it on the head, to be honest. I, like, do I think, think 15, 15 minutes. minutes. Yeah. It's funny because I, I, I agree. I, I'm, I'm on the 15 minutes, but I feel like realistically, we're like, yeah, that was 15 minutes. It was probably like eight or nine. So I'm going to. If it feels like 15 minutes, hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to go a little less. I'm going to say around 10. Okay. Plus or minus two minutes. Okay, that's cool. And uh, yeah, also, let's be honest. Things get raw on both ends if you're having sex for too long. Um, lube is great, guys. Try lube. It's lube is awesome. It's an amazing thing. Get the H2O kind. Um, it needs water. We based. don't have any sponsors, so use any lube you want. <laughs> <laughs> Unless, actually, shout out Douglas Lubricant. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like you're going too long. Also, kind of a thing. Girls kind of find it hot when you sometimes nut pretty quickly because it shows how turned on you are i would like so to don't feel that. bad about that <laughs> if it happens to no you. yeah i feel you is that just like a, a w old wives tale to make guys yeah, feel some better guys about themselves that. girls think it's odd that I, <laughs> I finish really quick but no i've heard that i've heard I, that I've, yeah, yeah from yeah. women okay <laughs> no, girls no. tell me that <laughs> right, you can't too. do it consistently right no but it like i i've yeah Agreed. But like, yeah, I was so turned on and by your beauty and like everything that I just it, Jackie, I couldn't hold it in. Jackie, yeah, what do you sorry, think? Jack. My boys, I love you guys. Uh, I don't think anyone here is fucking for 15 minutes without coming. Uh, just <laughs> to my general <laughs> appearance of how I feel about the, the, the topic. so right. <laughs> um, 
foreplay we didn't even include like you're getting your knob slobbed and you're like making out and you're like doing a whole bunch of other stuff like you're definitely coming within 11 minutes of you sticking it in the v that's such a precise 11 number seconds. 11 11 minutes um so yeah i would say 11 minutes 11 is just you know it's not too long it's not too short you can include a lot of variety in there you can take things a different route if you want to go a different route but i would say with foreplay included with everything else, uh, 11 minutes. I think that's ideal time for both parties involved. So I think we're all on the same page between 10 and 15. Yeah. 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 I would say there's a pretty big gap between 11 and 15. <laughs> I think, I think four just, minutes to be exact. I think just hey, for what my, Stevie said. That's like a third of the time. What Stevie's like. It's almost half. When you're, when you're in the act of thrusting, right? Everything feels so good. You're not even focused on time, right? So right. Like why, that's why not going to matter. Me it's not going to matter that. to I was you. Say something else. Like you're going to think you're going to think that what you just experienced was a lifetime. In reality, it took 11 minutes, okay? That's just my thought. No, yeah. Beef Nation, I'd love to hear what you guys say. Well, I mean, you bring I was going to say for my yeah, ego, go. just my ego. I want it to last more than Three to four minutes. <laughs> this is my ego. The ideal time. <laughs> Anything over that is just, let's go. Let's keep going, you know? Yeah. Let's be honest. Just the cherry on top after. Yeah. All right. Great cue. Great cue, Brady. Let's hit that hat. Let's see yeah. who's up next. Let's hit that hat. Yeah. Hit that hat. Wiggle your hand hit, around in there for yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Hit that oh, hat. Maybe oh, bring it oh, up to the microphone oh, so they can hear oh, that you're oh, wiggling. Good call. Good oh, call. Which one is he going to pick, guys? Can you hear it? Yeah. yeah. Ooh. All right, number three. Number three. Shout out to Reagan. Shout out Reagan. I went to elementary school. Haven't seen you in like seven oh, years. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. That's kind of hype. Yeah. That's hype. So. Oh, Reagan! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, okay, this one club is gonna be so fun. This one, this one brings us back to PG a little. When do you start celebrating Christmas? November first or after Thanksgiving? Can I go? Because I'm very passionate about this. I okay. like that you're passionate about it because I'm also passionate. Same. About I'm it. even more passionate. Okay, than so, all your so I think we're on the same page. For the record, none of us have talked about this. No, yet. We're yeah, all passionate. Should we all it. say in unison what yeah, we yeah. think? One. Two, two, three. three. November first. Fuck! Did you guys say November first? No, I said after Thanksgiving. Yeah, this yeah, fucking 1st. idiot, Steve. Are you November kidding me? 1st. Sorry, I didn't mean to call you that. I mean, just like everywhere. This fucking idiot, Steve. <laughs> I mean, just it, like everywhere you go has Christmas stuff. Thanksgiving's just. I mean, it's one of my favorite holidays, but you, there's no. It thing. is my favorite right, holiday. Get, get on your get on your soapbox. There's, there's, yeah, let's there's, go. Wait, I want to hear Steve. There's no, 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 no like Thanksgiving. There's no Thanksgiving decorations. Like people don't put up decorations in front of their house. My family has Thanksgiving like, decorations. We were just driving in Loudon yesterday, and we saw people up with Christmas lights. So, okay, I, okay, that's just my. Okay, whole let's point. do rapid fire. The three of us. You, yeah. so light you jack me that you celebrate. Why it's after Thanksgiving? Because Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. I think it should be um, uh, studied as to why we get together and just eat everything that we can. Well, there's, it's actually like there's a whole history story. Well, yeah, behind exactly. It. But like, I don't know. Thanksgiving's just like a fucking vibe because we're still in fall and um, Christmas is a winter thing. Like, I associate December with Christmas. I associate Thanksgiving with November. I associate Halloween with October. Um, so that is what I do. I don't even start celebrating Christmas after Thanksgiving. 
December 1st is when I start celebrating Christmas. Facts. A uh, word for me. Uh, you don't celebrate losing your virginity if you get your dick sucked one time. Uh, Thanksgiving <laughs> is a holiday. And... What does that mean? You are on something today, bro. I what do you mean, it. what does that mean? I love it. I'm joking. I like it. It's, it's fire, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, like McPherson said, you're with your family. Good food. Get to play football. Get to watch football. Oh, I didn't even... Yeah. Get to yeah. enjoy the company of people you don't see maybe once or twice a year. You always have those um, fucking fire conversations at the table. Yeah. Great conversations. You're always asked about your love life, so it's a little bit, you know, sad. But other than that, all in all, Thanksgiving is probably the most slept on holiday in my mind. It's just 10 out of 10. And I'm doing myself a disservice if I don't celebrate it because I know Christmas is going to be awesome. I know I'm going to have a really good time there. Like, let's slow the pace down. I don't want to get to Christmas right away. I don't want to be celebrating for two months, and then it's gone, and I'm sad. Transition, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Thanksgiving is Christmas without the publicity and without the gifts and the drama. I love that. In my opinion. I love that. Because it's That's actually interesting because I feel like there's more drama on Thanksgiving than any other holiday when it comes to You could argue that. The amount of family that you get together, the especially just both sides of my family, how much drama there comes to with who can come to Thanksgiving, who's everything like that so right, i feel so, like the drama when it comes to family because christmas is a very nuclear family family like event so there's never drama on christmas day like because usually just spending it with like your very close family most people mm-hmm. most people not everyone but most people and mo- some some people spend thanksgiving just with their nuclear family but my whole point is once you add your whole extended family, that's where it's a lot of variables. Hey, that's when you have political beliefs that come to the dinner table. Like yeah, it's that's entertaining when, oh, as hell, right? Yeah, I, yeah, but I'm just saying that's where drama comes. I mean, my one uncle refuses to watch the NFL. So he sits in the other room the entire time that's for hilarious. Thanksgiving. You only have one uncle? <laughs> one of my uncles. So of my uncles. Sean's yeah, Sean's funny. With mine's this. mine's the exact opposite of that. So Thanksgiving, everyone comes in for a day. Maybe two. So you can't get into all the crazy conversations yet. For Christmas, people come for three or four days. And then we go see the other side. So my grandma used to always say, relatives, guests are like fish. It's great, but it goes bad after two days. And then it starts to kind of smell. So yeah, isn't that a crazy line? So all those crazy conversations. Do your relatives know your mom says this? <laughs> no, my grandma says this. Oh, your this. grandma. Yeah, oh, that's cool everyone knows. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, the, we're the relatives that come, yeah, so it's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to grandma because I smell. But anyway, all those crazy conversations happen at Christmas. And then on top of gifts, there's always drama with gifts. Always. Always. Thanksgiving, you just eat food, watch football. It's a day. So how much drama can really happen in one day? And you, so, uh, you said yourself, you like playing like both sides when it political arguments come on like you go uh, yeah like, so you like I'm teasing, an instigator you like teasing I'm, both yeah. I'm, well no so i don't start it but so one side of my family is very one side of my family is very liberal and then one side of my family is very conservative so they're never together right it's like like my mom's side or my dad's side and they're all the one side so i don't understand the point of debating air quotes on debating for the listeners because everyone's agreeing. It's like, why are you like bitching about this when it's just pissing everyone off? Like, there's no point in having this conversation. Like, let's just shoot pool or watch football or talk about 
work or your kids or life or anything. Like, why are we talking about this? This is like this is my dad trying to talk to me about Virginia Tech football. Like, this is just pissing me off. Can you shut the fuck up? Yeah, that's that's a whole nother can of worms. But so I'm just like, if you're gonna sit here and talk about it for an hour while I'm next to you, and sounds like you're airing out some dirty laundry right now. (laughs) I don't think it's dirty laundry. (laughs) I think it's I think it's hilarious. So if you're gonna talk, like I don't like I don't start the conversation and like I'll let it go, but like 30 minutes to an hour. A couple beers in you, it's like, okay, like I need to shut this down. So then I just like start poking the bear. I start poking the bear until people get annoyed and then it gets back. And then it blows up. Yeah. It doesn't even blow up, but people just get like, it's time to move on. And then we talk about nice things. (laughs) Anything else. Yeah. You you go to your conservative because it's women should have the right to choose. (laughs) Then you go in the other room. Yeah, build that wall. Build that wall. (laughs) (laughs) Well, luckily they're never together. Like, if they were together, right. I would just, like, let dude, the atomic wedding, bomb Your wedding's going to be so much oh, fun. Oh, dude, it's going to be a bomb. <laughs> dude, if at your wedding, I will play both sides. <laughs> but you'll yeah. start, you'll, yeah. Uh, three of us will show. just be over there. Anyway, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, I agree with. Thanksgiving is a top two holiday. Great holiday. So, no, Thanksgiving's awesome. one of my favorite holidays. My whole point is um, just Thanksgiving is just kind of, let's be honest, mm-hmm. just riding Christmas's coattail just a tad bit. You can be honest with that. I don't agree with you. Yeah, I, just, I, I, think if, I disagree. I think if Thanksgiving was uh, April 3rd, it wouldn't be as big of a it's deal. The, it's the opposite because Christmas, you get gifts. This is the holiday season. Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's the holiday Thanksgiving. season. Thanksgiving because of Christmas and then Thanksgiving just happens to fall. Okay, I agree with time. that. It's the holiday season because of Christmas, but Christmas... Yeah. And then, into, and then and then Thanksgiving hold just on, falls hold in on. there. Yeah, you're and right. It's perfect. You're hold right. On, yeah. but, th- but Christmas has turned into just getting gifts. Where Thanksgiving is what you're thankful for. So I appreciate that. It's not about, oh, this let's, get gifts, let's get stuff. It's about, oh, I'm thankful. Okay. But you, <laughs> I'm thankful but you for my family, like, my friends, you act my like life. 90, you act like 90% of Americans celebrate either holiday for what they're actually for. I don't well, know, if I you don't start know, putting up your Christmas lights and single jingle, jingle bell rock before jingle, Thanksgiving, jingle. then you are. We could but talk about this for Christmas, hours. Christmas is supposed we to could. be celebrated. Is it time, is it time to I think it's time to it. Beef Nation, let us know. It's three to one right now in five twelve. I'm getting heated. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just like you don't see a uh, go go to CVS or Target and we're show not, me all the things. We're not talking decorated. about yeah, that's, that's what happens, talking. but it doesn't mean that we have to conform yeah. to that. I'm just saying. <laughs> check the stats, check the numbers. <laughs> Can't find any Thanksgiving shit. And you know sense. what? If the the I'll Phillies the Phillies did that and they lost game six, so what? They didn't Check the stats. Yeah, they did. Like, what's the bullpen? Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Shout out to my sister, Liz. Thanks for this question. All the way out in Chai Town. What reality show would you want to participate in? Wipeout. <laughs> that's a good one. I didn't even think about that. They need to bring that show back, dude. That it is, is back. It is John back. back. John yeah, Cena. Back. Uh, oh, let's go. All right. I'm going to enter. I don't know how that qualification yeah, yeah. process or, goes now. Or, I want to go on that Steph Curry putt putt show. Yeah. Oh, it's like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. like Wipeout, but What's it with called? putt putt. Uh, when you watch Wipeout, don't you just think like these guys suck? I, I, like what I would obviously make it all. You got out on the first obstacle. What are we doing? Are there yeah. different ones too? Isn't like a winter Wipeout and this a plane Wipeout? There used to be. What is that type of humor called? Like slap stick. And yeah, stuff? yeah, yeah slap exactly right. Slapstick comedy. Yeah, it gets me every time. You know what? The sidebar. 
You know the uh, show American Ninja Warrior? Hell yeah. yeah. Is there ever, every time you put that on, is there ever not a record being broken or like somebody well, went in I think the or, reason why is... Or someone who just like beat cancer it's, who's now it's on like, the it's show. It's like, that's a, new, that's a new record for the time on the course. <laughs> and it's like, dude, this is every episode. Someone's breaking a record. Or the youngest person to ever compete. Like this person's eight <laughs> years old. <laughs> like we got an eight-year-old just running the course His mom now. is like running with him as a I supervisor, know, right? dude. And then like it'll like so they'll be like going. I'm like yeah. And then it'll skip. And they're like we're now we're in the championship. I'm like how the fuck do we get? <laughs> what is it? The warped wall. Yes. Whoa, yeah. Fuck, not the warped wall. Oh, this is the hardest part. <laughs> what, what about you, Sean? What? Well, what did you say? American Ninja Warrior. No, no. I would love to be on the Bachelorette. Oh my. Because God. I think it would be so much fun. Uh, because I wouldn't really go to try to get with the girl i go just to be boys with everybody and also i'm not what you would associate as being on the bachelorette so i'd come out the, the limo i'm five nine and be like what's up i'd walk up and be like hey pretty ugly right and then like i would i try to do something like jim from the office every time something happened i would just look at the camera and be like I don't know. and like uh it's always it always geeks me on the bachelorette whenever they cry they're like I heard people aren't here for the right reasons. I don't know what's going on. And everyone's like, oh my fucking God, what's going on? I would just walk into the room like one-on-one -on -one with her. I open the door and I'd be like, dude, getting pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like, what? She'd be like, ah, you, want to, you want to take some shots or something? I would just try to have as much fun as I could. You would you'd get the clout. That's what you would want. Yeah, because I think it's a silly concept anyways. There's no way you go on that show. Nobody, everybody on that show is there for the wrong reason. It's Everyone 100%. is on there just to be Pretty. famous. Yeah. yeah, but that's why I want to be on it. And I'm, is, that, is that the one you're going to pick? Yeah, but yeah. I want to be on it for the wrong reasons. Like yeah, a, no, like I would be there with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but like I want to be funny. Like I would want to make it uh, third. Okay. Uh, lose and become The Bachelor. That's my goal. <laughs> I want to be the bachelor. You, you only get to pick one show. I though. could, I could, no, but that's the only way you say become it would make the his bachelor career, yeah. is if you're on the bachelor. Not true. Right? Matt, not true. You want it. Matt James. That's not how it used to be. It, like 90% of the now, bachelors are You just said, on the don't check the numbers. The numbers aren't lying. So I just debunked your point. <laughs> okay, but you, it's nice. so much harder to become the bachelor if you're not on the bachelor. I could see you on the bachelor. So, but like, don't tell me it's not everyone's goal, even you women out there, to be on. To have 29 women. Literally, you don't do anything. Before the show starts, they're like, I'm in love Matt with you. Nicholson is the most perfect guy. He's so hot. I'm already in love. You don't even do anything. You just walk in there and you just have 29 yes. women adoring you. You might suck. I might suck. They don't know shit. <laughs> and they're like, I love you. And all you have to do is just go, no, yeah, no. And just like sort through the ones that you want. Dude, I could just and imagine. Then I wouldn't, and yeah. then I would find some shitty woman. And then I would go on Bachelor in Paradise. I just want to be on the Bachelor... Bachelor in Paradise would be fun as fuck. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. And that's where the real fun's at. Yes, exactly. That's where the real fun's at. I think it would be so funny if Steve was the Bachelor. He would just get drunk one episode. He'd be like, ladies, I think, and it's Stevie Nicks. I could for real see, though, on The Bachelor and The Bachelor. I actually think. All right, so you're applying to the. We're going to all apply to these shows. We should apply each other. I'm not going to apply myself. I'll apply for you. I'm going to vouch for you. We'll do a circle apply. Sean, what about you? What? All right, I would show. pick Survivor to be completely oh, different. Those other shows. See, that's a good one. Yeah, so good. Like I, it would be so. You don't like that show? Fuck that show. Why? I think it just seems stupid. The greatest. Have show you ever watched time. it? No, <laughs> dude, it's, it's so good. I was making a, a a judgment based off of what I've gathered in my I life. I love 
love that show. It's like a part of my childhood too. It's like watching my mom's running reality TV show of all time, of all time. Yeah, and it's like even if you don't win, everyone says it's like life changing. You grow so much, so that would be cool. But I mean, you guys know I'm like uber competitive, so I'd love to get out there and see how how like good I am at doing like random ass challenges. Would you be a shit. hero or a villain? I think he's, I'd be, he's a hero. Appreciate I that. was asking Sean Dybul. Well, well, it's how other perceive you, not how you perceive yourself. So I mean, I was gonna say hero, but I I, I appreciate the confirmation from Stevie Nicks. Uh, so yeah, I would do Survivor, and my goal would be to make the jury. Like winning would be sick. But anyway, you have to get like around halfway to top, make top the 10, jury. Were you saying Amazing yeah. Race? No, like make the jury on Survivor. Oh, so yeah, you vote, yeah. Like I would love to at least be in the jury. It's that the would most, my goal if I went on. It's such an interesting concept, especially because when you get to the jury, for people who don't know, is the people that you vote off then vote for the winner yeah. at the end. Yep. So you have to be strategic in voting off people who, one, who want you off, two, who are strong, but at the same time, three, will respect you for how you played the game and you didn't piss them off that mm-hmm. they'll vote for you to win a million dollars at the end. So it's like this really interesting social game at the end of the day. That's why I love Survivor. Dude, uh, and super- I think you'd be go- good at both the physical and the social game. I think you can oh, play both very well. You're Sean. making me blush. Uh, sleeper pick, keeping up with the Kardashians. Just like a oh. it's, it's just the Kardashians now on Hulu. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just be like, want to be Scott. You're like, so imagine bad. like they're just He's like talking about like Kim Kardashian, how she like lost an earring in the pool and you just pan over to like fucking Sean Dybul. And he's like, oh. Right, we can yeah. mention I mean, my thousand pound life. Uh, gonna, Sean, can you uh, no, go no, back? What, to what, <laughs> Sean, let's hit that hat, brother. Yeah. Next one. Next one. <laughs> Pull it out with your mouth next time. Okay. Ooh. I will. Shout out to Jordan and Courtney for this question. Good cue. Can girls be one of the boys? I've been racking my brain for this answer ever since they sent it in. What was this like last week? Um, I think we would like to say yes. But deep down, I don't think it can happen. Because I think you can be really close with a girl, like can be one of your best friends. But I think there's a, there's just like a different vibe. It goes back to that age old question. If you've ever seen When Harry Met Sally, it's like, can guys and girls really be friends? Great movie. You yeah, should watch it's it. It's a fantastic movie. And... I 100% think, yeah, they can be friends for sure. But one of the boys, I think it's a, it's like a different level. I'm not going to talk. I mean, I, I don't know. It's tough because I think there's just a different vibe. When I don't know how to explain it. Did someone? I, I have an yeah. answer. I have an answer. Yeah. Me, I mean, I, I think my answer so, is no, but it's tough. So my answer is yes, because one of my best friends who I asked, she was totally okay, Abby Rynex, she's one of the boys. Like, she literally is homie. a homie. Like, you meet Abby Rynex, and you're like, yeah, you're one of the boys. She does not give a flying F about anything. Like, she thrives in a room full of men more than she thrives in full of a room full of girls, in my mind. It, she's, yeah, I 100% one of the girls can be one of the boys. It's all about the vibe and the energy that she brings, and she does it well. She's crazy. I would also agree. I do think that girls can be one of the boys because... McPherson, I understand what you're saying. It's like a different... Well, I don't know if I'm no or yes. No, no, no. I think it's like, 
it's hard to picture a girl as one of the boys because like as dudes we and we con converse a certain way we embrace each other a certain way and it's weird to like maybe do that to a girl because you don't know how comfortable they are with that but i would say that when you do find someone like that, like I have a couple of friends in my life, like who are totally the homies shout out Vienna Woods squad. Um, but like we, we can hang out and it can be her and six other dudes. And it's totally fine because she's comfortable knowing that we're going to do what we want to do. And she's like, she values our relationship so much where she's not going to like, Hey, I don't like how you guys said that. Or like, that's a mean joke or that's disrespectful. Like she's just going to, Calls out on our bullshit, obviously, mm-hmm. but at the same time, she adds a lot to the to the environment, to the friendship, to the relationship because she offers a different perspective. Like I think that this is kind of going on to a larger point for me. I feel like I I don't necessarily have like a overwhelming amount of really really close girlfriends, but the girlfriends that in my life that are really close to me, I value so much because they can give me a lot of perspective and keep my head on straight and I can go to them if I'm having issues with someone that I am interested in because they can offer the perspective from the opposite sex. Like I'm very thankful to have my sisters, but being close with girls is good because you can talk about your issues relating to girls with them. Where if I was going to talk to a guy about them, they would offer a lot of advice that I would already be thinking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I I agree with that. I'm not saying I don't know what my answer is. I guess that's my answer. I don't know. Because um, I do have a lot of close friends. Like, Jordan and Courtney are homies. Like, they're the best. And I got a lot of other ones. But I don't know. It's hard to be, like, 100%. I don't know if a guy can be one of the girls. Maybe they can. But I don't. I feel like. See, that, what, that, was, my, that was my other point of why. The, is because I have a lot of close girlfriends. And I like hanging out with them, and I've never, I've always felt very, very accepted by them when I'm hanging out with like a group of girls, and I'm the only guy. So if they can make me feel like it doesn't matter that I'm the only guy there, then a hundred percent, as men, we should be able to make a girl feel like she's not the only. Okay, I completely agree with that. But to Jack's point. It's like awesome. Like the relationship that you have, like your best girlfriends is awesome because you can have conversations with them that I think you can't always have with your bros. Yeah. And they also just have a completely different perspective on it, which is why going into this, your point with Abby Ryanex might have changed something for me. But going into this, I was going to say they cannot be one of the bros, but it's not a knock on them. It's just a different relationship it's a different vibe they're one of the girls that's how i'm trying to portray yeah Yeah. like courtney and i were not super close like jordan and i went to high school together we weren't close in high school but we've gotten close in college and we've stayed close courtney and i were not close in college and now she's like probably my best girlfriend so shout out courtney and i can talk to her about stuff just the way she'll bring a different perspective than like the three of you will or my other bros you know what i mean so but am i going to talk to her about bro stuff probably not so it's not a knock on jordan and courtney and the girls it's just a different relationship so i don't think they yeah. can be uh, one, of the, yeah, Sean, one of the boys yeah. but they're one of the girls and that's just as great it's just different yeah I, I will, that, sean articulated how i'm i think i feel very well look at us but i do i it. do have to admit abby ryan is a unicorn 
I've never met a person like her in my entire life, nor do I ever think I will again. So they might be anomalies, these very bro-y girls, but. So I still don't know. Jack, you say yes. Girls can definitely be boys. Stevie? Yeah. And Sean? No, but it's, it's different, but just as good. They're one of the girls. Yeah, they're one of the girls. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like the way Sean articulates things. On to the next question. Get that hat. Get that. <laughs> <laughs> Whack that wheel. Oh, oh no, it's just one. All you right. You get that one with your mouth. Oh, fuck. Okay, I'll do the next one. Shout out to the boy Blaze. Blaze. Blaze, my brother Blaze. Fucking legend. All of our brothers. <laughs> Why do people, or in particular yourself, get in a funk? Sean, you hit this. So, okay, cool. So the boys on the pod know, like the last few, like not this week, at least not today. But maybe the last few weeks leading up to today, I've just kind of been like in a funk and I don't really know like what's happened, but like coming into the pod, like usually it kind of makes my week, at least sets my week off, right? Like I wasn't like that amped to come in here, like not just like, not because of them. I just like wasn't my normal self. I don't know if you guys felt that way or not, but at least I felt off. Um, work was like a little off, like nothing bad happened at work. Just like not as maybe motivated as like my normal self the last two weeks like personal life, like nothing's been like, honestly, everything in my personal life is going really well right now. Just like, almost feel like you're going through the motions, right? And like, it's just like, I don't know, like, like low in energy, just like kind of getting by. So like why, I don't know like what set me into that, but that's kind of, that kind of happened last week's and today's been completely different. Like I like had a, honestly like the best day I've had in like a month, but like, I don't really know why it's just weird. I don't want to speak for you, um, but maybe this is something that at least afflicts me very personally is sometimes I feel like I don't have a sense of my purpose right now. You know, I'm unemployed. I'm trying to find a job. I spend a lot of time at home and I don't get out of my house necessarily. So it's, it's, you know, it's very easy for me to get lost in the mindset that I don't have a role carved out yet. And not that that's a bad thing. It's, I know it's going to work itself out, but it's really easy to get bogged down in the day-to-day details of stuff where if you're not actively doing something that enjoys you, can bore you, can put you in a bad headspace, and you'll just let it carry from there. One thing I've noticed for me is I get in a funk if I don't like wake up at a certain time. Like If I'm in bed still and it's like 10, 30, 11 o'clock, my whole day is going to be ruined because like, oh, I've wasted so much time. I could have gone to the gym. I could have exercised. I could have you know, done all these things if I didn't sleep in, if I got out of bed. So for me, I've noticed that if I wake up early, if I'm being mindful about what I need to accomplish during this day, then it's really easy for me to stay determined, stay motivated, accomplish what I need to accomplish and move on to the next day with a good headspace. So mm-hmm. I would say that if I have a purpose for each day, and it could be as simple as I need to go run errands, I need to go exercise i need to call one of my friends if that's what my three goals for the day are then i feel fulfilled i'm getting something out of my day and i'm not feeling like i just wasted it because i was inside scrolling on my phone playing video games lying around being a bum so if i can i've recently started every day just waking up and like writing a checklist and crossing those boxes when i do those things and it might seem really insignificant but it's good for me it helps me move forward and not let the past 
two hours dictate how the rest of the day goes. So that's how I do it. But you know, it's we're humans. It's it, you're supposed to get in a phone. Right. I like that though. You're that was good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my whole thing was mm-hmm. like under first understanding that um, being not okay is okay and is like a very normal thing that everyone goes through. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a just a part of life. What is not okay? What I've learned in my program is not doing anything when you know you're not okay and you're recognizing that you're not okay. Um, so for me, when I realize when I'm in a funk, it's my inability to stay, as I like to say, grounded or present in the moment. Um, and I've like realized with me, like, um, I have like a, my funk is like a depressive state. I would like to say like my depression causes my anxiety. I like to say so. I feel very like slow. I feel like there's like kind of like it literally feels like a haze is over me. And like, so like Jack says, it's just all about my thing is consistency, just trying to be consistent, doing as my dad would love to say, doing the little things, um, the insignificant things that seem like they don't matter in the grand scheme of things that when you do them consistently and add up the, you know, bigger things. So, just not trying to get too caught up in the moment. I, I'm a worrier. I like to think way too far down in the line of where my life is going. So just trying to stay in the moment, stay grounded, and uh, just knowing that, okay, being okay is not okay. But once you realize that you're not okay, you got to do something about it. I think both answers you said were really good. And again, I'm just going to like relate it to how I put the last few weeks. I, I I did both those things. Like I was kind of like, well, the first win is that I know like something's off. I don't know what the fuck is off, but at least I know something's off. And then trying to accomplish things or even like do stuff that I like. Like this Friday, I, I got out of work and like I went and played nine holes of golf just because I was like, I haven't done this in forever and I just like, enjoy golf. So like, let's just go like do something, right? Well, so I, I didn't really drink this weekend and like I enjoy drinking. Like I like I mean you guys know me and most of the people listening know me. But it was nice to kind of not do that for a weekend and just like reset the table. You know what I mean? Like wake up and like get stuff done around the house, like errands, so like I've just put off, like get all the all that shit done. And because I wasn't like hungover, I could just like wake up and do shit. So like that was like kind of a win. Um so yeah, I think both the stuff you said is like really true. And Stuff like something that now, like I never really thought about what to do when you get into a funk. To be honest, until like this just happened to me, and then Blaze's question. So, the what you guys just said, I'm definitely gonna take and like start to do that more if this happens. It doesn't happen to me very like often. Like I'm very lucky. I know people struggle with it a lot more than I do, and that's what I think kind of threw me off because I was like, why like this doesn't happen to me? Right? Like we all have our like it happens to people. Like we all have like things that happen, but like it just doesn't happen to me often. So why is it? So I'll definitely take that away. Do you have anything to add McPherson? Just that, um, don't expect to be happy all the time. It's okay to feel every emotion, uh, every range of emotions. Um, and if you can identify it, cool. If you can't, that's fine. Uh, it will end, it will pass and you'll be good again. Yeah. It's good to be sad. Like I've, there's been times where, if I were to tell myself from an objective point of view that 
you're going to cry in front of your friends or in front of your family of like, oh, that's bad on you. You don't like, you're not a man, whatever. But because I've been able to present myself in that manner, I think my friends and my family appreciate me doing that because then they in turn know they could reciprocate. And if they're Mm -hmm. feeling down, then they can come to me crying or they can ask for a hug or whatever. And that's really awesome because it's about the shared human experience. We're all going through it together. We're all dealing with our ups and our downs. But at the end of the day, if you recognize that you're not alone and you got these people to support you, being in a funk is okay because it's going to teach you a lot about yourself. Right. I think that's a great thing to conclude with. Two things. One, having great people around you in life is huge, especially when you're down. And two, you have to feel the lows to have the highs. So you have, like like you said, you have to feel every emotion. So sometimes you got to go through the funks to enjoy the highs. Yeah. And I also like to say that I'm just, I, I just like to be super grateful that I have the ability to like feel emotion that deeply and have like the ability to have such a wide range of emotions. It's, it's all yeah. part of life. Yeah. It's all part of life. Stevie, that was a great point. And Jack, I think we got time for one more question. I'm down. Okay, cool. So I mean, if we don't get to your question, we'll put it on a wheel topic yeah. or answer it later for sure good yeah, call we'll do, we'll do good call we'll, stevie we'll touch on it don't worry thank you beef nation for writing in keep We're, writing yeah. in randomly keep we love doing it. it dude love it honestly the amount of questions we got was like more than expected especially like the late ones from our story right before this episode shooting so like shout out to y'all and and keep writing them in it's more fun to talk about stuff that we know people have interesting so writing about it than just us making up stuff so continue to write in it's a ton of fun all right and our conclusion concluding one is shout out to Aaron for this. Should men be allowed to show their emotions? I think it's a pretty fitting concluding. One. Well, Aaron, thank you for listening to the pod. And I think, as you know, we are called the boys expressing emotions and feelings. Who is Aaron, by the way? He, Aaron, uh, I think it's a pledge. Right Aaron now. Jones, the yeah. homie. Pledge. Freshman at, he's a freshman. Yeah. He's oh boy! So I know we're sick called hats. I was literally about to yeah. say it's some really sick. Shout hats. out, Aaron. I know we're called the beef, the boys expressing emotions and feelings, but we're also called the meef, the men's, <laughs> the, the men expressing emotions and feelings. Yeah, we are. That so, was almost as worse as my cow. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, hundred um, percent. I think I think what you're trying to get at is that there's this stigma that for the most part of humanity and like history men have always been expected to be carry themselves like as strong. They don't let things uh, in. They don't let things out. Yeah. Um, And I, that's fine for whatever, like whatever, how it led up now. But I think it is a very modern, the modern man should be expressing their emotions and (laughs) their feelings uh, just cause, um, if you keep all that shit inside, you, you end up most of the time taking it out on other people, and that's not cool. So um, you definitely get better relationships with other people when you let them know how you're feeling. And uh, I think, and if somebody doesn't appreciate that, uh, there's something wrong with them, not with you. So for sure. And yeah, just to tie on, you are going to, if you're not expressing your, it's kind of weird to say because it's what it's called. Yeah. Like If you're not <laughs> expressing your emotions and feelings, like you're going to abuse other people but like you're also going to abuse yourself. Like you're going to go out and use vices that are unhealthy for your life and for you to progress as a human being. Um, What I was going to say to this question is like, 
I honestly, on average, probably cry like three to four times a week. Like I cry all the time. I can't. I, yeah, I do. I cry all the time. Um, yeah, it, I, I'm a, an extremely sensitive person. It's, I cry very easily. I'm not ashamed of it. It's, I, you cannot show me a Make-A-Wish on ESPN Sports Center that will not make me Dude, cry. Those, those are brutal. That, that will not make me cry. Way. In a good way. In a good way. I mean, they're in a, so. That Rascal Flat song. Maui. <laughs> Tear flowing already. <laughs> <laughs> you hit a hard chord right there. Really? Um, so my whole thing would be like, yeah, it's, it's okay to cry. What's the Jimmy, the Jimmy V line? Uh, if you laugh, cry, and love. No. I, yeah, I don't want to smile. I don't want to misquote, but he said, I know what you're saying. Yeah. So all, he said something fine. So again, like I said earlier, just feeling the, your full emotions in one day is an amazing thing. So yeah, expressing your emotions and feelings is just, in my mind, a healthy thing. If you, this is the quote, just to top off your, your point. If you laugh, you think, and you cry, that's a full day. Mm-hmm. That's a heck of a day. You do that seven days a week, you're going to have something special. I, I, can, that, that, I mean, yeah, like low key, if you're watching Loki, that kind of gave me chills a little bit. It's just very truthful in my mind. So. I just want to add two things to that. I ditto to everything that both you said, but one, I think it's harder to truly express your feelings than just bottle them up. And there's a lot of negative repercussions to your point if you bottle them up, but it's harder to actually be vulnerable and be like, this is how I feel and tell someone whether they're a part of the situation or not. It's way harder to do that than bottle it up. So full send it Two, just going to be honest. Girls dig it. Girls like a man that can be real about their emotions and feelings. So if you need a little extra boost on why you should do it, that's why. And, Sorry to cut you off, Jack, but it's more stoic in my mind to express your emotions and feelings than to act like you're all okay and nothing's wrong. with you. So. Yeah. Um, so one thing that kind of like has been percolating in my mind right now is whenever I'm scrolling on Instagram and I come across like a, a reel or a video about how like you're a dude and you like go through some shit and then you just like have to bottle it up because that's what expected of you. And then you go in the comments of that video. It's like, hey, well, it's just another day in the life. Like, I just deal with my shit and no one else really knows about it. Um, I kind of probably operated in that mindset a little bit for a lot of my life where if I wasn't putting up this appearance where I'm really strong and really like stable, then I'm not succeeding in life. But as I've gotten older and as I've had my moments of weakness and as I've been vulnerable in front of my friends, in front of my family, in front of strangers, I've realized that it makes me really appreciative of being a person and being alive because I am so confident in myself now that even if I am weak in front of my friends, I know that they're going to tell me all the good things about me. They're going to cheer me up. They're going to make me realize that it's okay to feel like this because you have so many great qualities about you that are going to balance all the bad things out, right? We all have hard edges. We're all a little rough around the corners, but that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. We've touched on it a lot tonight. It's going to teach you a lot about yourself, about how you handle difficult situations, about how you handle adversity, how you handle loss, sorrow, grief, yada, 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 all that. And to me, showing your emotions and being vulnerable in front of other people, it makes you the strongest person in the room because you're so comfortable being Sean Dibble, being Matt McPherson, being Matt Nicholson, being Jack and Camp, being yourself in front of others that 
you're going to come to love who you are because you're so authentic and you don't care what other people think about you because if you did, you wouldn't be fulfilling your dreams when you were a little kid at who you wanted to be, right? I think that it's really powerful to show your emotions, to cry in front of your friends, to be vulnerable because it it's a way of telling them that you care about them so much that you want them to know what's going on presently in your moment. You want them to be there to help you get through this, right? So cry in front of your homies, hug your homies, you know, talk to your mom and dad if you're depressed or you're anxious. It's only going to lead to good things for you, for real. I myself have had a pretty, no, I wouldn't say like a tough time, but there's been a lot of things that have happened in the last 18 months to me that you know, I don't necessarily think I don't deserve, but like, why did it happen to me? Mm-hmm. And I'm glad it did because now I'm so comfortable approaching those situations that when it comes in the future, I'm not going to shy away from it. I'm going to be open to the idea of being sad, of being depressed of being anxious because I know what's on the other side. I know it's going to only get better. You, like Sean said, you can't have the highs if you don't have the lows. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Beef Nation. Episode 10, we hit double digits. That is sick. We love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for following. Um, keep doing all that. Keep writing in. We, again, we love doing this. It's, a, it's an honor for us to put this out for you, there for you guys. Thank you for all the feedback. Thank you for the support. And we hope you guys got something out of this episode. And if you have any more questions, keep writing them in. Keep vibing with us. And we will see you guys on episode 11. Bye, cuties.